questions I was going to ask you about was um, obviously it's the pink book that um, has been specific developed for the development banks. And when you look at that contract, it's a slightly modified form. I think uh, you, you know more than I would, certainly how I think would know, but it's not a silver book. It's not a yellow book. It's, uh, it's a, a blend of different issues and, and, and a different risk allocations from, from those books. How did you reach that? And, and how did you reach a sort of consensus on how that pink book was going to be prepared and, and the risks that, that the investment bank or sort of development banks were going to take? Okay, just, let me just try and address that as quickly as possible. The pink book was a, a version of the red book. Okay, uh, so it's bells fundamentally on the red book. And when I was talking earlier about where you can look at, you know, the green agenda or you can look at the issue, it's exactly what the bank did. They took the red book uh, and they said they would like to have one or two pluses changing there. Fundamentally, all the bank signed up together. They will adopt that. We work with them to make sure we build that in. We look at the whole of risk allocation that is not on balance and we insert those changes into that. But more important, on the particular condition, which is where they brought in the bank policy on environmental, on gender, on anti-slavery, you know, anti all those issues, they put it into that. And the bank signed to that, we produced that for them in 2004, which they all signed and adopted in 2005. That contract was 10 years agreement. Uh, where they're able, and they had a copy of it, all the bank had a copy of it that they can download and use in all their projects. So, and they've been using that. Now, that contract expired uh, in 2015. We extended it to 2018. And in 2017, we issued the new 2017 document. And what you have in 2017 document was fully adopted without any changes to the particular condition as published. So what we now have, all the seven banks, they've adopted the 2017 Rainbow Suite, plus the Green Book and all of them, the whole suite, before they adopted one document, which is just the Pink Book. But now the whole suite has been adopted by them. And effectively, what they are doing is the whole suite is being used by the bank, and they develop their own particular condition. I'll tell you why, James, why they are doing it. The bank have a master particular condition, which they share among themselves. All the banks meet, they call it, Hubs, which is the head of procurement, they meet every two, two months, and they share best practice among the bank. And what they've done, they produce their own particular condition, which they want to use with all the fitting contract. And they've allowed individual bank to look at geography diversification and to enable them to produce theirs. So the pink book is still being used by some bank who have not completed the development of their particular condition. And the red book, sorry, the 2017 suite is equally being used uh, by the MDB. In fact, we are facing some MDB are facing out of the pink book into the red book, pure, with their new particular condition. But some of them actually jump straight into 2017. So the answer to that question is that the pink book was developed purposely to accommodate all the policy and all the consistency that the multilateral development bank wants and that is being used by most countries where they are recipient of fund or grant from those banks. So that's where we stand on that. Um, Harith, you wanted to ask a question a little bit about FIDIC 17, FIDIC 99 and, uh, and what have you. Well, I was just going to ask what kind of take up have you seen? It sounds like the, the sounds to me like the use by the MDBs is probably a view, you perceive that, you seem to perceive that as a vehicle for 
ensuring that the market starts to use Fiddick 2017 or it's a, it's a good catalyst, if you like, because my experience that uptake has been quite slow so far uh, because people are quite entrenched with their views and quite used to Fiddick 1999, but perhaps with the uh, mandating of it by, by the MDBs, then that, that will change. Harriet, what you find that in any new document that comes into play, any contract needs to be tested. We're now talking about vaccination, and we're looking at how many people is being tested and what is the efficacy you can get out of it. Um, and you could apply the same principle. People don't just jump into a new document immediately. Uh, we knew because the bank wants to see all the best practice that's come up since 1999, incorporated in 2017, which is what we've done. And we've done it quite right. And as a result of that, in fact, you know, we find out there's more, we've sold more of the 2017 document than we did on the 99 document, believe it or not. So it's been very, very high tech. Uh, it's high tech by projects funded by the banks, high tech by a lot of the private sectors who are developing projects in different parts of the world. Uh, and all of them, to some extent, you know, they answer the question that people tend to ask, are you going to tell us to stop using 1999 or to, and go to 2027? We've said, look, it depends on where you are in your journey. Uh, we've never killed any contract document. Uh, you know, that's not our practice. It's, it's good for that purpose, and therefore it's used at that point. Uh, and we encourage people to migrate into that board. Some people are comfortable with using 1999. We continue to encourage them to use 1999. But what it does is if you use 1999, it doesn't take on board the feedback and best practice that is happening for nearly 20 years of using that. And that's what we've done to capture that in the 2017. So question, is it being sold? Yes, it's been sold. The uptake is high, very, very good. Uh, and how does that compare with other books relatively far? quicker and faster than the 1999 since it produced. Uh, so from that point of view, it's not the sales for us that really matter. It's getting best practice in the market. And that's what we're able to do. Okay, thank you very much, Nelson. I think we can uh, end the interview there. It's been a pleasure having you. Thank you for joining us. We really appreciate your time. Well, it's a pleasure to join you. Just to give you before I shut down, uh, we are looking at you know a number of new suite of contracts just for your record, the board has approved uh, that we need to see what we can produce in the West where the market is ready and sophisticated. So we've just commissioned the development of collaborative contracts, which you know will take us about a year, year and a half to develop. We are also looking to produce a PPP contract and also we're looking to produce an EPCM contract. Because we do believe that the way the market is going, if we get it right, then we start to have opportunities to have a foothold in the West market, where there is an increasing demand for alliance and collaborative, and projects are becoming so complex that you need an EPCM to deliver the project, or the issues to do with you know PPP, because you go to different parts of the world, it means different to different people. And we've been approached by the multilateral development bank, get us a complete suite of a PPP contract so that we do not have to reinvent one in different jurisdictions all the time. Of course, you need to understand the legislative framework. The policy needs to go to support PPP, but we want to do something that at least give a template for the industry. So those three projects, we are not ready commissioned and we're working on it. And we are looking for the industry contribution into the development. And we look forward to launch that in deal cost. We are trying to make sure that we have a product that suits the needs of the market. We're not driven by the money. We're not driven by profit. We're driven by having best standard product in the market. So uh, look out for those new products. 
Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to join you, and, and I look forward to listening to your uh, outcome. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Nelson. It's been great to speak to you. Thank you for your time.